Welcome to the Real Talk, Real Walk podcast with Sean and Rashawn. It's where the counselor talking in the office meets the influencer walking it out on the streets. It is the place where Generation X meets Generation Y, and we bridge the gap between the wisdom of the past and the need to practically walk it out in the present. We do this by helping you uncover the limiting beliefs that have kept you stuck, and then helping you discover what better looks like for you and equipping you with the tools to create it. Need to break the chains that bind you and live the life that inspires you because Real Talk, Real Walk with Sean and Rashawn starts now. What's up, Rashawn? What's up? What's up, Sean? Let's do it. How are you? Doing good over here. I'm being influenced as the influencer, influenced by Mr. Sleepy. Now I'm just playing. I don't <laughs> yeah, know. Yeah, I noticed this is, this is the first time you came over without a coffee. Yes, first I know. First time. First, first time. time. Exactly. I don't know what I'm going to do with my life. I'm I just saying. A little bit. You know, I know you were in a youth camp all week. Yes. Oh, it was really fun. Really fun. But I didn't know your energy just goes to the wayside. It does. After when that. you have kids that have all this energy, their lives just happening. Teenagers. Yeah. Teenagers. Yeah, I would not exchange it for for the world though. It was so fun. You know, my daughter went that the one of the last days. Yeah, and she said, "I said, babe, I said, here's the deal. What they do there is they push the limits of how far you'll go with God. They take the stuff they talk about in church in True. the box called the building, and then they take it out on the streets to preach." And she said, "Dad." You know how you're always asking me when we're out in public, hey, do you think we should pray for that person, that person? She's like, I went up and asked five people. Wow, five people for prayer. That's five lives that were impacted, whether they know it or not. Yeah, in Penn Square. She said in the mall. Yeah. Where everybody's thinking about how cool they look, what they need to wear, how they smell. Wow. She went out and she was challenged to ask people that were strangers. Wow. Now, she did it in a group, so it was safe. Yeah, people around, but I just thought it was great that she beautiful could take that step out. That's it. That'll be our next podcast series after this is about dealing with anxiety, and we'll talk about how she dealt with that. <laughs> I exactly, love it. Can you imagine, you know, going to the store, going to the mall, looking for clothes, and then coming across someone who's clothed in kindness, Amen. like your daughter Berkeley? Oh, that would make my day. Somebody coming up asking you for yeah, who yeah, it could be a harsh prayer? world. Yeah, who doesn't? We all need. We prayer. all need it, man. We need prayer. You need prayer for the sleepy man, man. Exactly. I'm a Heisman of <laughs> football days. Well, hey, we are finishing up either in this podcast or the next one, the seven proven strategies to walk out your dreams. Seven, seven proven strategies to walk out your dream. So, guys, if you have not listened to the previous two podcasts, over it goes over the first three. We're going to do four, five, six, and seven. And seven. So Let's do, do it. There might be two more. So, Number four, you think we should review a little bit? Give them a little review? Yeah, let's go back a little bit and just go over a couple, few things that we went over before number four. So the first one is vision. You've got to have a vision that's compelling enough to move you to action consistently. Do you remember the second one? Number two is that we must have reasons. Reasons. What is your why behind accomplishing this dream? It's got to be compelling enough to get you through the adversity. Wow. Do you know number three? Number three is we have to review it. Review, 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 and feel it. Feel it every single day. 
Which brings us to number four. What's number four? Raise your standard. Raise your standard. You know, we live in America where the standard seemingly has declined wow. in generation. Very standard true. Standard of living for God. Standard of pastors and preachers not using profanity in church. Standard of letting our words speak life and yeah. joy and looking different than the world. True. We're, called, we're the ones that are called out. To be separated. To be light, to be joy, to be happiness, to be power, perseverance, faithfulness. Raise your standard. And another thing is even in our dress, our wear, uh, I think of me and my wife were talking about modesty. It's, a, it's not even a policy anymore uh, in our culture, in our day and age. Yeah, you're, you know, when my daughter looks for shorts, she simply cannot find shorts that are reasonable length. Unless they're boy shorts. She can find boys basketball shorts, but any shorts for girls, you look, it's right above their, it's right below their bum. That's I mean, crazy. It's, it is. It's ridiculous. It's where we, man. So that's why we're raising the standard of how we can live our lives to accomplish our dreams. And you move it from something that, that you should do to something you must do. Got it. Now there's different ways to see this, but in our what we're going to talk about today is if you say, you know, I should get up early. I should do this. I should do that. Well, then you're living a life of ought to's. You're living a life of guilt, a life of shame. Yeah. Because you're constantly thinking about things you should do. But if you say, you know, I must get up early so that I can spend time with God. I must do this. I yeah. Must. And you raise it from I'm going to like, for example, if I say I'm going to go on an eating plan like the whole 30. Uh huh. And I say, well, I probably shouldn't have that, or maybe I won't have that. Well, if I change it to a must, or I don't do that. Yeah. Or I, I don't, I only eat kale. I only eat gluten-free. I only eat that food which feeds my body health. Yeah. And, and nourishment. True. It changes from a should or a maybe to like, I must. If you must do something, you will do something. Yeah, that's really good. Yeah, if you must do something, you will do it. You will do it. Like I feel like I must lead by example. And so when I fall, I get back up. And I in my mind I have my kids looking at me, my wife, and they're just lo- and other people look at me too, but those are the ones that I know I need to lead well. Yeah. You know, my standard has to be higher. So we, none of us can do this perfectly, but we can make progress. Progress. I love that, Sean. And uh, just another way of looking at it as an attitude thing that I've been focusing on throughout the last, you know, couple years of my life is when I wake up in the morning, not saying I have to do something, but that I get to do something. It's a privilege to be alive and well and be able to do these different things which is lead and love well to please god so what please friends that's right so what you're keying in on is we have to choose our language well so i i find that each person has to find the language that works for them we use the same thing i don't have to do this i get to do this but in your mind if you have a must over a maybe you're going to accomplish them like i must live you know i must do these things i must get out of bed to be successful in life I must mow my lawn if I don't want all these bugs and ticks and snakes to get in because it's four feet tall. What? But, you know, I also think it's great to have language like I get to, I get to, I get to. Yeah, that's a good attitude. But if you if you see yourself as a certain way, then it changes the way you live your life. You know, I had a dad that I've never met until I never met him really, but I never even knew who he was until last year. I know you know this. Yes. And... I always had in my heart, I must be this kind of dad. And my my framework was God and Jesus Mm. and how I modeled myself after. That's really good. There are certain things I got, but I said I must leave a better legacy than my father did for me because I never knew him. I must 
live for God. I must, and not that I had to, but that that's who I've called to be. Like, it's not an option. Like, I, I will do this. You know, the, one of the explorers, when he came over, he, uh, he said, we're not going to have an option to go back. We're going to have two options. We either survive or we die, and he burned all the ships. Wow. And so that's kind of, that's the point. Whether you use the word must, whether you use the word I get to, whether you use the phrase, this is who I am, which is the next one we're going to jump into with identity. It changes the way that you see and it changes the way that you live out your dreams. Wow, that's solid. So good. If you guys just take a moment, just think about it. What are you focusing on? The more you focus on who God is and what he's like will determine your how your attitude and your thinking. And that's what that's what will change you, your attitude and your thinking. That's right. You know, your wants, they don't get accomplished, but your musts do. You know, I want to learn how to play the guitar. I want to know how to play the guitar, but I won't take lessons. Uh, I want to takes know time. all about how to do a com- do the computer efficiently, but I hate it, so I won't do it. I, I want to know it, but I- these are all wants. What makes you hate it, the learning part or just the overall complexity of it's it? the complexity of Got it. it. There's so many other areas of life that I value with people, wow. with learning new material to change True. lives. And when I get into the minutia of computers, ah. Oh. True. But I like, see, here's the thing about me being an influencer, and that shows why you're the counselor. I'm the influencer. Yeah. Because, like, as a counselor, you're in the nitty-gritty. You're uh, rest, holding arms with people, like, you know, in the physical, yeah. like, really cool. And I spend a lot of time, <laughs> personally, in the digital space online, yeah, connecting thing uh with you know people all over the world and things like that but what's cool about it is that god wired us a bit different but in the same the mission and the like-mindedness and the attitude is the same like we both are missional about what we're doing even though we can have our differences on how we view things amen what sean influencer and counselor so think about it in your life where do you where do you guys need to raise the standard in your life do you drink too much? Do you do too much CBD with THC? That's a big thing now. In wow, Oklahoma. that's a real big deal out There's here. There's a store in every corner. Every corner. It's like it's more popular than McDonald's. Yeah, it is more popular. There's way more than McDonald's. Wow, way more. crazy, way more. crazy. So I think what what else? Do you need to raise your standard in parenting? Do you need to raise your standard in the way that you approach God or the time that you make for God? Where in your life do you? What about your career? Is there a standard that you need to raise? Because if there is, we're going to go through some steps below that will really help you get there. And again, if you haven't listened to the previous two podcasts, please do. Go check it out now. Like, not, not now, right now, but you know, now, right after this one. <laughs> Consume Stop. it. Stop. <laughs> so the fifth one is identity. Identity. Now, you know what that means? How do I identify myself? So start identifying yourself in a new way. When you're when you are not saved and you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you take on a new identity. You know, the old, 2 Corinthians 5.17 says, The old is gone, the new has come. You're a new creation in Christ. And so this is where you commit to living out of your new identity. You say, the old man is dead. I don't, I don't want to live out of a new identity. I must. I will. I will. I will. I am a new creation. Wow. You change your language to fit where you're going not where you've been. That's really good. Say that Change again. Your language to go to to fit where you're going, not where you've been. So think about areas in your life that you need to identify yourself differently in. Because we live out who we believe we are. 
We certainly live out. We we live out who we believe we are. So think about think about you, Rashawn. How do you live this out? What's your identity? So the way I live it out, the r- real way is that I can't live off how I feel I am or how I think I am. I have to line it up to God's word and I have to align my 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 identity to his scripture his truth which should be my truth what i believe what i walk in uh and it changes me it changes the way i view god and uh yeah it changes everything so if you have a low self-esteem and a low self-value that's going to reflect in all of your relationships with god it's going to reflect in your relationships with your family with your friends and if you're wanting to date or married it's going to affect everything. It's going to affect the kind of people that you're attracted to, that are attracted to you. I don't mean just romantically. I mean in friendships, in business relationships, with employees, employers. It's going to affect every area of your life. Your identity sets the standard of the kind of life that you will live. That's your good. identity sets the standard of the kind of life that you will live. Wow. Think about it. You'll never exceed your identity. Not over a long period of time. So, for example, if you see yourself as somebody who's a $50,000 a year income earner, then you can make 60, you can make 75, but unless your identity changes, you'll start sleeping in more. You won't do what got you there in the first place because you've got to, you've got to come back down because your identity says you're a 50,000. Now, the other side is if you start making 35, 35,000, well, then you're going to find ways to get back up around 50. True. That's kind of how we do life. It's crazy. We fluctuate off how we feel. Are we determined who we are by you know, the content in our bank account or what we have or what we don't have? But we got to do it by whose we are and what he says about us. And yeah, that's what changed my life, man. That's really what changed my life throughout the course of the years is coming back to, to the reality of who I truly am in God. And so many times we allow these limits which is what people say about us from our past, to really affect the way that we start living in our present, and that will create the future. So if we continue to live out of the past identity of who we've been, even even if you've been a Christian and you're 50 and you're, you got saved when you were six, you'll still go back and live out of those same belief systems. So wow. The goal is to remove those belief systems and allow the Holy Spirit to give you a new identity framed with the Bible and scripture and who God says you are and progressively stepping into that new identity where you make decisions based on love, based on faith, not based on fear and anxiety and the rejection that you've experienced in the past or the fear of experiencing it again in the future. Wow. Identity, identity, identity. So that emotional baggage of your past will keep you in spiritual bondage wherever you are and uh we have to come to god and say god i need help lord uh pour out your truth on me into my heart my messed up dirty past doesn't take away from your love from who from for me and for who i am called to be so lean into that and ask god to change your heart to change the way you think even about yourself and what you think about the world and uh yeah let christ reign and rule in your heart today and I think we all need to have core values identified that we live our lives by because the reality is we all have core values. There's no doubt. We all have core values. I just think most of us are living life having not identified them. Some of your core values may not be serving the purposes of God in your life. They may be serving the purposes of hell, and you may be living unaware. So I'm going to go over some of mine because I, I don't want anybody to be like the elephant. You know, when an elephant is young— and they have these elephants in the circus or wherever they're trained. 
they would take a wooden stake and they would stake it in the ground and put a rope around the elephant's neck. And as the elephant aged, you know, when they're young, the elephant couldn't put that stake out of the ground. They couldn't yeah. pull it out of the ground. They tried, they fought, but they couldn't. Well, as the elephant aged, that stake became so minuscule and small, but it still held the elephant captive. Because when the elephant was young, it learned that I could not overcome this, that it was stronger than me. And that's what happens to so many of us, that we live life out of the past limitations that we had when we were kids. We did not have the power to usurp the authority of those over us that may not have been godly. We didn't have the wherewithal in our mind or with our skill set to make different decisions, to get away from people that were bullies, to get out of a situation where maybe you were forced to be in a math situation. Maybe you're not a math person. Yeah. And God said, no, I want you to be creative. You're a social influencer, not a math guy. Yeah. But you were judged on that, so you feel stupid, even though you're a genius in another area that God has called you to. Yeah. So don't. I'm going to give you these values that we've shared that will help you really move away from the limitations of the past. Don't be a baby elephant. Don't be an adult elephant. Be your own kind of beautiful in God. That's good. Amen. So, so these seven core values, you're watching on YouTube or Facebook, I'm going to show them to you real quick. Really, the best thing to do is to go to our website, newvisioncounseling.live, and go to the About Us page. These will be listed right there, About Us, seven core values. First one is faith. We believe, now this is for our Christian counseling practice, where we change lives and see God move on a daily basis. We believe that faith expresses itself in action, and we share our faith through the work that we do. And it goes on. There's more. I'm going to just read the first part of each one. Okay. The third is, the second is enthusiasm. We bring excitement filled with hope to those we love and those we serve. Teamwork. We work together to unleash the potential of every person to achieve extraordinary results. Four, growth. We are intentional about continually growing into the next best versions of ourselves. We are on a quest to learn and to surround ourselves with incredible people and resources to become the amazing person God destined us to be. That's good. That yeah, that's really good. Five, excellence. We always bring our best. Excellence honors God and those we serve. Six, integrity. We do the right thing according to God's word. Mm. According to God's word, period. That's standard. Seven is coachable. We believe honest feedback creates a culture of continuous growth where everyone wins. Honest feedback is our love language, and we don't just want to be loved. We don't just want to be coached. We seek it out. It's really good. Seek it out. So I Seek think, it out. I think so if you guys good. take some time and really identify the core values of your life that you are living out of, those are just the ones that we came up with. Some people have like 50 core values, which I think is overkill. Uh, because no, not many of us are going to be able to memorize and keep those all in our heart. Them. Yeah. But so these true. really reflect, if I were to say, what's your McGuire family values? This would be yeah. the McGuire family values as well. I love how one of your core values isn't to cling on or hold on to your painful past or any of that. You know, everything is progressive, weird? future, futuristic. It's uh, you know, faith vision. Forward. Yeah, faith forward. Love it, love it, Sean. Yeah. So good. One of my that's funny. One of my core values is not to hold on to my destructive past. <laughs> yeah, that's hilarious. Well, Man. guys, we just want to say thank you. We're gonna close this podcast, but we're gonna open up another podcast. Yes, and it will be the final one going. Over six and seven. Six, six and seven. seven. It's awesome. going to be really good. I'm excited. And we are so thankful that you guys have come to join us. Yeah. And we would love if you could rate and review us on iTunes. It really helps to get the word out. It means a lot to us personally because we're investing our Saturday mornings, sometimes maybe Friday mornings. Yep. 
from singing. Come on now. Six it's to about nine. It's exciting. Ten. And then we're creating this content really that is birthed out of the counseling office in our lives. Yeah. Of how people's lives change in Christ. Amen. And we're sharing it with you guys so that you can take the message and practically apply it to your life in ways that change it and then affect the lives of others. So if there are those people that mm. you know that could benefit from this, man, great. And if you need more help for counseling, what can they do? They can hit you up, Sean. Newvisioncounseling.org. Dot live. Dot live. Uh, dot live now, now. we do have a dot you org. You do have an we org, have though. An org. I'm so used to seeing that I over know. the past year. I know. I know you just started the dot live here recently. Man, we did so, a video so on cool. it, too, with some testimonies. I'll tell you what, last Friday, not this previous one, but the Friday before, we had seven of my clients come in, and they shared what God had done through counseling. And I'm like tearing up, and my bucket is getting full of just hearing just the service of what I've really given my life to transform these people's lives and and just how God has touched each one of them. Wow. It was, just so, such it was phenomenal. Place. Almost had me in tears when I was over here Wednesday night oh, watching uh, for it a community the, group. Oh, yeah. man. It was it really was, good. Oh. Powerful. And uh, just the last uh, disclaimer I have for you guys, if you need prayer, if you need uh, someone to walk alongside you in a few things you're navigating through, hit me up on the text at 678-667-6582. Woo! Well, guys, God bless. Remember, Real Talk, Real Walk. Podcast. Woo! <laughs> you guys have an amazing day, and we will talk to you again really soon. All right. See you guys. God bless.